It's a good show. This is Tracy Bonham, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to. Welcome to. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. studio tempting fate wherever you are putting questions to songs that we will randomly select here with the help of our friend synchronicity synchronicity now it's time for radio ball give us a shake Radio Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries with our musical guest, Miranda Lee Richards. Hello. And we're bringing it down to the band here, and our guest who's going to be asking this question is actually the reason that you are our guest Welcome, Amy Rosh. Thank you. Happy to be here. Now, uh, we met at the Buffalo Springfield Tribute. You sent me some of your music for your record, Girls Get Cold, which is a one I loved. I absolutely loved the record. It's super smart. Thank you. And I've been trying desperately to get you to be on my show, to be the musical guest. And you're a you're you're a you're a tough one to to, 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 to pin down. But in this case, uh, my loss was my gain because when you had to to withdraw from this session as the musical guest, you're like, you know, I had this friend who's pretty good. I think she'd do it. And I hadn't even realized that I had seen Miranda perform several years ago at an event in Beechwood Canyon. And she blew my mind, and I had not put it together. So it was a, a, as going to our last question: Is it fate? Is it destiny? Or is it just random happenstance? I think it's, it's sort of all, 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 and all together. But uh, I, I hope we get to have you playing your own songs on the show soon. I would love to. And I really encourage people to get this record. It's like just really smart and very lyrical and moody and soulful it's just a great great record thank so. you so much i really appreciate that it means a lot to me. and i think it's appropriate to this session because it's freezing in here <laughs> and sammy sammy is still over there like she's still like I, I can oh, make I'm it sorry. she's like i can maybe make it through one and a half sessions can we get some dogs in here i can Gosh. cuddle with and like yeah <laughs> comfort dogs <laughs> so so um how did you, i'm asking everyone how did, how did you and miranda connect well, actually, uh, I it, Miranda was a mythological figure to me before I ever met her because I heard of Miranda through um, her her husband had met my boyfriend 
and they had had this amazing meeting. Mm -hmm. And so I would hear all of these stories of Miranda and this amazing songwriter and this, you know, amazing human being. So um, come to pass, eventually, we did get to be in the same room, and it was all true. Aw. <laughs> well, I feel the same about Miss Amy. Um, Amy's just perfect. <laughs> Sammy and I will say, we always just say, who's perfect? Amy's perfect. Mm. That's right. Yeah, you're perfect. Sorry, I know she can't, she's going to burst over there. She cannot take it. She's going to explode. The first time I saw Amy was at a Halloween party. I look at the cry. Are, are we going to make you cry? <laughs> What's happening over there? <laughs> Did I actually embarrass you that much? She walked into your party, Halloween party, in this, like, tight, <laughs> patent leather, black cat suit. And I was like... Doing a double take going. She has a cat, Catwoman cat suit. Is she like a supermodel? Yeah. And and Miranda's like, I know. (laughs) Well, first of all, I want to thank you, but I want to say that that it was pleather because. Oh, sorry. Um, And that was the, the, you know, for. It's all for animal rescue. I did run around. um, It didn't have to be Halloween. I did run around Los Angeles for about two or three years. In a cat costume, a cat woman costume, to to promote animal rescue and adoption. And um, good for you. I have a song on the record. Obviously, Kitty decides that is um, lighthearted and. That's a fun song. Yeah, it's all because kitties do decide. We do know, and it's actually yeah. Stealth feminist manifesto. Can I just yes, yeah. exactly. That's the way it should be. That's a, that's the best kind, you know, of all artists. Like, I, I, there's a um, a Martin Scorsese documentary on film where he talks about how all the great filmmakers are always smuggling things. Like, you have to smuggle ideas into these. Others. And I feel like that's just true with all art. That whatever you're, you might be raging against, that you're also subtly putting these other things that. Yeah, whether it's a joke or a, like that makes a sense of solidarity. They're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like the best, I think the best political songs are also sort of making fun of political songs a little bit. In the same time, yeah. even if it's not, even if it's not, even if it's just that the music is is playing against it. You know, like right. "Get Up, Stand Up" is a great example of a song that the the lyric is so punchy, but the music is. Say is like is light is it is, like it's, it's light song. it lightens your heart yeah, you know and it great. makes it it makes the potency of the mm. the revolutionary nature of the lyric even more revolutionary and so just speaking about that record because I definitely got that from the record but as like a guy who comes from Olympia Washington you know the home of Riot Girl a lot of the times the the humor and some of that I don't um, maybe it's just because it's not aimed at me I don't get as much of the I don't get as much of the humor but I totally got that from yours. I so appreciate that, and this is one of the things that I so admire about Miranda's work because every, you know, she delivers every song in the voice of an angel, obviously, but there's so much smart, complex songwriting dealing with political issues, personal issues, and it's all extremely well-crafted, and um, and it never hits you over the head. It invites the listener in. You always have to... Um, you, you get to have your own relationship with every Miranda Lee Richards song. You get to interpret, just like on Radio 8 Ball, you get to interpret, well, what does this mean to me? She always so generously leaves so much room for the listener 
and also simultaneously transports them on this just magic river that allows you to kind of release those those worries that you're concentrating on so hard and just kind of allow the answer to come in or or some kind of subconscious i actually would be curious if you feel like there's something deliberate about that that you that you have cultivated because it's it's really unique i think well thank you for all of that i will humbly accept those compliments thank you um i um it was kind of relating to what we were talking about with pete a little bit before earlier where i didn't really get to elaborate but I do believe that you can have things come through you. Like you can be a mm-hmm. creator and you can be a deliberate creator and you can be a co-creator, but you can also ask the question, what would you like to come through me or what can come through me now? Mm-hmm. And if you ask yourself that question, you can let go of that wheel and see what comes forth. You know, because my everyday persona is all kinds of things that that my music may not necessarily be or it might even transcend. Mm -hmm. So there's been times where I've been really surprised by like a certain line or, um, you know, and and also I'm, I'm trying not to disturb the feeling of something. So if if like the lyric gets in the way of like of being too literal or describing too much, sometimes I think, well, then that doesn't leave the listener up for up for their own interpretation. So I'm definitely into poetry in that way, where it's not like literal d- lyrics. Although speaking of country music that we were talking about earlier too, that's the time to be literal and to tell a story and to be concrete. This last record I did was very much an emotional record. It was like a visceral, more of an experience, and it's just a different kind of writing maybe so maybe that's what I did did love that one two punch of the last two records and they came out just lickety split Um, I'd love to hear you sort of describe those two processes because you the first you mentioned it came to you in in a dream and then the second was had this sort of visceral emotional you know response to the political and I I would love to hear just a little bit of a a, a, a comparison between those those two because they were, they came out, out remar- remarkably fast. It was amazing. Well, they were actually just part of the same batch of songwriting, like that because you go through these like chapters in songwriting, and mm-hmm. if songs are written close together, I do think that they can give kind of a cohesive feel because it kind of captures your essence at the time or wherever you're at at that time, and. Um, so I just had like more songs than for one record. I was actually going to make it, going for making a double album. So it just was decided that that wasn't a good move and we decided to divide it up. So a lot of music from the Existential Beast record, which came out last year, was part of sessions from the Echoes of the Dreamtime album that came out in 2016. So it was like a snapshot. And then, and then, and Existential Beast was written after or coming up upon the election. Right. So there was a lot to talk about. And I just got into that, that caught that wave. And then, mm-hmm. um, and finished some of the lyrics, the songs that were just ideas with more of a political um, a theme and subject. And then, and then I wrote the last song on the record, Another World after in the post-election climate 
And that song just went on and on and on and on and on. And I was going to have it be like a single or some kind of piece, you know, on its own. But I guess I was encouraged to put it on the record and I had to take other things off to fit it. <laughs> but, um, but that's why there's this one, that one, two. And then I had the label also that was willing to put out records back to back in England, Invisible Hands Music. So. Shout out to Invisible Hands. Thank you. Shout Kelly. out to Invisible Hands. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Charles <laughs> Kennedy. Yes. <laughs> so, well, with all of that in mind, Amy, you've had a lot of time to think about this. You've had more time to think about this than anyone. Than anyone. <laughs> because you probably knew you were going to be on the show even before Miranda knew that she was going to be on the show. So, what is your question? For the pop oracle. Gosh, I'm really at war because I have two questions, and one of them goes way out there, mm-hmm. and the other one, you know, I'm going to go with my gut instinct, which is actually based on a conversation that Miranda and I were having about a week ago. This is kind of a discussion that Miranda brought up, and um, the the question is basically around. Um, uh, how you manage your energy because Miranda's an amazingly generous person and she gives a lot away all the time and the question that we were discussing is kind of how to um, balance giving everything away helping people you know being enthusiastic about wanting to do a lot of things and also like coming to the end of the day and not being completely just spent you know they have mm-hmm. that there's that funny saying about you know you don't want to you don't want to be old and, you know, perfectly preserved. You want to, like, slide into the gravestone, you know, with a bottle of red wine mm. and chocolate stains on your dress or whatever, <laughs> you know. And, you know, the, the idea of embracing life so much. And then also the idea of, you know, managing that energy and, like, you know, sort of standing in who you are mm. as well as, you know, receiving and celebrating who other people are. So it's a difficult balance. And my question is just um, about how to achieve that balance. How to achieve balance if you're a generous person. Got it. So uh, so now we're down to... Good one. I hope you pick... I have one song in mind I hope you pick. <laughs> okay. Not well, don't, don't hope too hard because that'll... that'll oh, that'll ruin it? it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're down to two songs left. Song number two is Worth, and song number four is Oh, Raven. And we've gone... We've used the, the wheel... And we've used the cards. Whoa. Now we're down to the Radio 8 coin, the binary oracular tool. Would you mind picking that up, Amy? And so if it lands on heads, it will be song number two, Worth, as the answer to the question about how to find balance for generous people. And if it comes up tails, it's going to be Oh Raven. That's the answer to the question. So now, would you flip... The radio eight coin heads. Oh yay! Worth. That's the one I wanted. <laughs> Thank you, universe. <laughs> I wasn't gonna be wow. able to explain the other What's one. What's gonna happen to number do you, one? Do you do you play? That'll be the answer to <laughs> Miranda's question. Is, yeah, so oh, do you play on this one? I actually don't play on. This oh, it's one. perfect. Oh my god, it's so perfect because that would have been a little. Serendipity. There's only one horse worth. Riding. 
of religion I built in questions today And I've been crumbling in what was stable And I'm selling myself for change and Don't ask for money When you're poor You spend your last dollar Expensive white supper And everything that don't make you worth more And what have you worked so hard for? to you With your eyes so green Cause I've been standing on this mountain of religion I've built in your name And don't Spent your last dollar on more clothes for the floor, an expensive white supper, and everything that don't make you worth more. And what have you worked so hard for? And that was Worth from Miranda Lee Richards. The answer, crazy perfect answer to (laughs) Amy Rosh's question about finding balance when you are a person who um, has a tendency to maybe give yourself away. Oh, boy. Yes. And we both, even even Amy in her beautiful interview segment, just putting so much lovely energy upon me, and I appreciate it so much. But just having her be such an amazing artist in her own right and giving so much to people and producing so much work and being such a great musician and actress and writer. Um, So please, everyone, um, (laughs) I encourage you to... Listen to that beautiful record, Girls Get Cold. And we are going to be singing with Amy August 23rd at Zebulon. Um, Wonderful. And hopefully we get to 
if you come back soon, we can sing with you. I'm not going to invite myself on the show or anything. Oh, yeah, but no, you're, you're coming on the show. <laughs> if I get to. Okay. Because yeah. um, we've but, learned all those harmonies and everything. <laughs> I know, right. Yeah, we gotta, we got to use them. I would like, though, I would really like to hear, because, you know, I also wanted to say, like, it's not just my question. It was not just about, like, if you are being a generous person, but, like, also how to manage your own energy. It's not like, oh, I'm such yeah. a generous person. How do I not give myself away? It's more yeah. like... I am not appropriately managing my energy. I am right. going to, you know, I'm skidding in to the bed at night, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just barely making it. And, Out of you gas. Know, yeah. So I, that's why, that's why I, I just, I'm interested in, in what your, yeah. your response to that. Well, we had, t- yeah, we had talked about like letting ourselves fill up. Like we have a tendency to give away every last bit of energy to other people or, um, money or spend every last dollar. I mean, there's there's a lot in this song, isn't there, actually? Jeez. Yeah. I would like to point out that yeah. I noticed um, that you said, I'm going to dedicate this song to you. Oh, yeah. And we're green. here singing it to her. And then you said about yeah. your green eyes. Yeah. And Amy has these beautiful blue-green eyes. Yeah, they're like aqua. They're like very pale blue. You have the best color blue. Sometimes they're green. They're like sky blue blue. Right. Do they have they're a little? <laughs> Sorry. You guys are very, just... very nice. It's a big love fest. Sorry. This is, hey, this yeah. is, it happens. This is good. Yeah. This is good. But you said, uh, remind me of what you were saying about, because you had kind of a beautiful picture about about filling up and this idea of like, you know, sort of trying to f- to be full. And then right. if you are full, then you can actually be more full for other people and for the things that you want to get done in the world and, and right. all those good things. Like there's kind of like energy coming to you and maybe you just need to like literally let yourself blow up like a balloon a little bit. I mean, hopefully you wouldn't, you know, have a health issue or whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, not, a but, literal. not literally, but <laughs> like, or maybe it is. Sometimes they say when you have a weight gain, you are um, harnessing or letting energy build up in your body that you need for protection sometimes or mm-hmm. for safety. And, um, but, but anyway, so like letting, letting things coming into you without having them come back out for a little while and letting yourself fill up because it is exhausting. I mean, if you live in this world, you want to like manifest or do that's the word or get things done. Um, projects, there's a lot to it and it can be really exhausting. And I think we've all learned or are learning how to not exhaust ourselves in this world. Cause you could be on like in my second record, like my space and like email, like doing business, music business via email was like so huge. I didn't have a manager and I would spend like all my waking hours in front of the computer and I'm like, this is not healthy. Like, there's so much to this. There's all this social media now. And, like, there's a lot of work involved in that. I mean, I've since learned how to just let certain things go. And then if I get really busy, I have even hired people in the past. If I'm able to, knock on wood, it's such a, like, treat to hire help in any mm-hmm. way in our society. Yeah. And it's like even letting yourself be worth it. You know, I mean, there is bottom line. Yeah, if you really don't have money to pay your electricity bills and you, but you know, you don't spend money on things, but oftentimes you do have a little bit of extra resource and that resource going to someone else helps you take a rest to just, you know, not totally burn out. And I'm really finally, I wish I could knock on wood a million times, but I'm You're finally... holding a piece of your guitar. You can... <laughs> oh, what am I? Oh, God, hello. Yeah. I'm so sorry, my little... Basically, <laughs> your whole life is, is knocking on wood, so yeah, you're fine. Yeah, let's just do that. Um, 
but just, you know, I'm really, like, I've got a pretty good, a better balance going right now. So I'd like to continue with that. How about that? Yes, I affirm this. Yes. Well, I, I, so I just had a question because I, it, it's something I've encountered. I had actually never, this this concept had never really been presented to me, but I was, uh, I, I had a couple of interactions with people in Olympia and it was women talking about how they were refusing to do emotional labor for free. Oh. Like, I'm not going to give, like, and I I have some sense of that, but I have a feeling, in general, I don't have a lot of people asking for, like, I have a sense of I have more emotional energy to give than is generally asked for. So I don't have, I don't have that, I don't relate to the world in that way, but I also know that at times in my life when I have sought emotional energy from people it's usually from the women in my life and not as much Mm. from the men in my life and so i get how that can i just i'm I'm curious how that how that dynamic or if that resonates for you when you're talking about this i mean you give so much emotional energy to people and help and like guidance and reassurance and then like as women, we're more caretakers and we have more domestic responsibilities and there's like house cleaning and our parents and our families and we feel all this responsibility with that too. And if you're, you know, creating work or working full time or making art full time, it's just as a woman, like all of a sudden you're not available to all these other people or they don't understand why you're not. And maybe you also make yourself available to them to and do all of your own stuff. And it's like, but then there's like socks on the floor because you didn't have time to clean him up before you went, you know, someone else's socks. And then, you know, it's just this thing. It's like constant. It's like, like, and then your pets, like the cat's out of water. Oh, your husband doesn't notice that, but you notice that, you know, and it's just this, it's like, there's a lot, I think, for women who are also working and raising families and making music. And I think there's, there's a lot to, to the, the sense of responsibility, I think, to other people and then your own work. And it's hard to carve that out. And men have an easier time just saying, well, this is what I'm doing. Like, you know. I don't, I say no to people, like my husband loves saying no to people. And I'm like, he thinks it's so fun to do that. Like, <laughs> like a disaster when I have to say no to, and you know, Practicing I like have had to learn that it did not come naturally to me. I did as a kid, as a child. So we can go back to our childhood self, who was very sure, who knew exactly what they wanted to do. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who, yeah, it was even yeah. like that. Like, you know. Yeah, like, but you're like, wait, I really kind of want to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, sure you don't want an ice cream? So I'm, I'm just curious to, to sort of rope listeners into, like, are there, do you have, have you, and this is to any of the three of you, have, do you have any particular strategies for being able to, I don't know, find that energetic balance where you can, because it feels, it, it feels good to be able to be in, a sense of grounded, empowered service to the things in your life, sure. like the cat's bowl or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like that feel. I'm I'm house sitting yeah, for these a, dogs, and I yeah. I don't get. There's again, no one in my life is expecting me to do anything to take care of anyone. So getting to take care of these two dogs is amazing <laughs> yeah. for me. I'm a little worried that you know if the session goes long, are they going to be okay? Aww. But I love I love being able to worry about that. And again, so I'm coming from a totally different place, mm-hmm. but I'm 
I'm just kind of curious because the world is going to keep demanding emotional energy of all of us at different times and probably more for women until there's more balance there. But do you have strategies like after like at a show or these places where there are going to be people coming up and engaging you emotionally, energetically? And what do you do in that situation to stay present and then also maintain your own integrity and autonomy? It's a long list. That's a long list. We do invisible bubble. Yeah. Yeah. We do a little meditation, a positive self-talk, and a little powwow. Like, angels, please protect us (laughs) and be around us right now. All that stuff, right? Yeah, and your angels are kind of your – they're part of you. So you're kind of asking yourself to have your best interest at heart going into situations and – and also, um, I struggle with that at shows, to be honest, because I feel an obligation to talk to people who have come. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, it's coming from a really positive place. Like, I really am so happy that they came and enjoyed the music. It means so much to me. It's the reason why I'm doing this. And so, like, on that level, I'm I'm so happy, but it's really exhausting being on tour. And, I mean, male or female, mm-hmm. you um, you put out so much energy at your show and then all this energy talking to people it's like hosting a birthday party a big number birthday party and or a wedding every night every it's night, insane yeah. I like I'll wake up in the morning like a pancake like oh my god I have to go do that again yeah. and there's a reason why famous people start just whisking themselves off stage and every, all the fans get bummed or whatever I mean you ha- at a certain point you will be sucked dry i mean you will danger run out of gas like in a dangerous way like that's dangerous to your health so like you know yeah i i I didn't want i don't mean to interrupt but i i think it's like there's whether you're on stage or not or male or female like for me this is a this is a practice of monitoring myself like as a fellow young carl young fan like i can't remember how this quote goes maybe you do but um there, uh, he has a beautiful quote where he says, um, "That which you do not make conscious meets you as fate." Mm. And so I am forever. That goes to Peter, Pete's question. Mm. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm always trying to. For me, the strategy is is myself, which is the only thing that I can actually control. So I'm, I'm trying to always root out what is, what are the things that are subconsciously, unconsciously operating that are affecting my own self drain. Um, and you know, it's always a choice if, if I want to expend energy talking to anyone or dealing with anyone, family, friend, Mm -hmm. dog, cat, whatever it is. And, and how do I manage that? And that's just by going, okay, well, what, what need am I expressing or enacting? You know, what and, – and and so being really conscious about that without judgment for me is the really difficult part um, is, is, is a way to kind of like approach that. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's – that happens in every single teeny interaction, you know, whether you're in an office or in a grocery store or getting a coffee or, yeah. or whatever. You're just like, well, how do I – how do I – how do I manage this and be – calm and authentic and you know um it's just yeah. it's so fascinating these like amazing just human beings are so incredible and just oh, we're right. always riding the surf wave of like what they're giving you and then what you're dealing with and it's I just know. fascinating it's a lot to compute 
It's a lot to compute. Well, well, Robot it, does not compute. Yeah. <laughs> bringing it back to the to the song, you know, I I guess like I I guess I thought like worth like value, valuing like yeah. giving knowing how to value everything in its place, including mm-hmm. yourself, knowing to yourself. value yourself, you knowing yourself when to value an interaction, when to value boundary. Like mm-hmm. you talked about balance. Yeah. Balance is not a static state. It's a state of constantly recognizing. okay, well, there's a little bit of wind here. So now I'm going to shift this way. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I felt feel something in my body and I need, okay, so I need to compensate for that. So like the state of balance is a constant, the, um, I had someone recently telling me, so I, I, I'm told that I put out too many Radio 8 balls. Like, <laughs> we put out a, we put out one every day and oh. on, on weekends too because I don't believe – I don't believe the, there are no breaks in consciousness. Mm-hmm. Like I don't believe – like I, I believe in weekends because I'm, I'm, I believe oh, in labor yeah. and have people yeah. having free time. But I also think that if you're going to do a, a, a spiritual practice, you know, you don't – you do your spiritual practice every day. You don't take – Saturday or Sunday off because right. it's a weekend, and I feel the same way. But you know, you—I mean, well, I, I'm not get into that. My whole thing is like I—I'm just going to keep doing it as much as I as it feels right. Sure. But there is that. But the reason I do is because I do think that every, like there are no breaks from consciousness, and that there is always this sense of if you want to if you want to have balance, then you are having balance all the time. Every day, and there's not a day when you can be like, ah, screw balance, right? Because you, you'll feel it the next day. Well, you right. can, but yeah. there's consequences. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's a price to pay. Yes, sorry, that's true. There, that's true. Oh. Free will. Yeah. All I can think about is the whole thing of you know Mozart being told that there were too many notes, and he, him asking, "Well, which ones would you have me remove?" <laughs> yeah. Which Which day should we not which, put out a podcast? Yeah. Which radio eight balls would you like to not? Have? I, I have like there's like there's like metaphysical answers to this question of energetic ones or there's like even just practical ones but i developed this thing where like i try not to check my email on the weekend yeah like i look at it in case there's something important but a lot of really important things that unless there's a deadline or sometimes i've had fun on the weekend catching up on emails Mm -hmm. but it's like offense defense like you're you're either throwing them out or you're answering them so it's like I've had fun catching up on them before, but like I try to like just do a little turn like turning off of some like computer stuff if I can here and there and let Saturday Sunday be about like seeing fr- or not making too many plans. That's another one. Yeah. Being careful what you commit to. So. Yeah. Well, uh well we're going to get to hang out mm-hmm. with one more session with the three of you. Okay. And yeah. thank you again. I mean, thank you for introducing me to this fantastic songwriter. I'm very and, pleased to do so. You know, if you want to, you know, honestly, if, if you want to keep scheduling shows and then keep blowing them off, it'll make me want. You know, like I told you, it's just going to make me want to have you on the show more. But if you can keep throwing <laughs> replacements like I'm this, gonna make, I'm going to make all my friends come. Yeah, first. Yeah. It's a little dangerous. You'll have to see them. A little dangerous. Is it? But Amy's like a unicorn. She'll 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 be there eventually, and it'll be a magical experience. Oh yeah, I ain't giving up. Oh, ain't yeah. giving up. Cool, excellent. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Let's do well, the last okay. one here. Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. 
If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave